0: Jcastnetwork.org.
1: Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm David Greenstein, and we're going to be looking at page 33, Daf Lamet Gimel, in Masechet Beitzah, in tractate Beitzah today. Uh, the page is occupied uh, overall with uh, one particular subject, and that is the status of trees and wood. Um, in using them for yomtov, are they considered available for use or are they considered uh, off-limits? Uh, Muktze would be the standard term that's been used in our Masechet, in our Tractate. And the beginning of the uh, Tractate, of uh, the, the page, talks about the question of whether we can use uh, pieces of wood, like logs, push them together to form a kind of a countertop or a uh, the sides of a stove to be able to then put a pot on top of them for, on top of them for cooking. And the law is that we can't do that. Uh, Why not? So the uh, Gemara says that's because trees are available for use on Yom Tov for burning, so that when we cook our meals we can use uh, wood and throw them into the fire, but they are available for cooking uh, for, uh, for burning the, uh, the fire, but not for other purposes, such as becoming a countertop. Um, this phrase is found in a number of other tractates. For instance, in Baba Kama, we have the phrase, Stam Etzim lahasaka. In general, we presume that wood is set aside for fuel of a fire. But our tractate says, it nu Etzim el The exclusive use of trees is for uh, fuel for a fire, which means that no other use is uh, permitted on Yom Tov. We're going to uh, uh, come back to that uh, soon. At the end of uh, page B, 33b, we continue with this idea of using the wood uh, for fire, and uh, the Talmud says that we are allowed to collect wood from outside uh, the yard uh, if we uh, use it immediately to throw into the fire. siburin siburin. But the point is not to make piles of wood that you would then resort to as you replenish the fire. But Rabbi Shimon allows this. He allows making these piles. Rabbi Shimon is known as one of the rabbinic sages who did not accept the concept of muktzah in general. So he allows the use of these trees to be able to just be placed in a, uh, in a pile. But the Talmud says that the real difference of opinion is what people think is happening when you're making these piles of wood. Even if these piles of wood are not muktzah, the piles of wood should still be disallowed uh, from being put into piles because it looks as if you are preparing piles of firewood for after Yom Tov, for the following day or days afterwards. mechaze it looks like that's what is happening, even though your real intention is to keep on stoking the fire. So what we have here is the Talmud mentioning a completely different reason why certain activities are prohibited on Yom Tov. And the uh, standard term might be Marit Ayin, uh, how things look. But the problem is not so much that we're worried that people may uh, suspect you of uh, doing something wrong, but rather that the whole atmosphere of Yom Tov will be compromised because the overall activities that happen on Yom Tov should be activities that are for the purpose of enhancing the day itself rather than uh, using that day to prepare for other days. So it just doesn't look like you're really using the Yom Tov for itself, it looks like you're preparing uh, the, uh, the wood for other days. That in itself, says the Talmud, uh, is, according to some opinions, sufficient reason to prohibit an activity. Rabbi Shimon, who says, no, it's allowed, says, well, look, everybody can see that you're cooking or that you're doing a barbecue, and therefore everyone knows that the reason that you're collecting the wood is for the purpose of cooking on Yom Tov. But apparently the implication would be that he would agree that if it were very very clear that you uh, are uh, doing something which has no uh, rationale, obvious rationale for uh, that very day, but it certainly could look like it's preparation for following days, then that would be a legitimate reason to prohibit the act. This idea is found at the beginning of 33, where we have the case of uh, a dispute of can you take a stick and use it to prod your animal, to lead your animal along the way? And here we have one uh, opinion that says no, you can't. You can't use a stick based on the idea of course that again sticks we would assume are wood that should be used for uh, firewood and therefore all other uses are off limits. Rabbi Elazar who is the son of Rabbi Shimon, the sage that I mentioned before who allowed uh, the piling up of the firewood, he allows the idea of uh, taking a, a stick and using it to guide your animal or to prod your animal. And the Talmud then says, how shall we understand Rabbi Elazer's point of view? Perhaps he's following his father's point of view. And just as his father does not believe in the concept of muqtza, so too Rabbi Elazer also says there's no such thing as some dedicated use of an object which makes it off-limits for any other use on Yom Tov, and therefore the sticks are available for any use that you can possibly imagine. That's one possibility. But then the Talmud says, well, maybe not. Maybe Rabbi Elazar rejects his own father's point of view and believes that dedicated use establishes permissible parameters of, of available, availability on Yom Tov, and outside those parameters we have the concept of muktzah as well. If that's the case, why would using a stick here be allowed? And the answer is because the stick has been set aside beforehand. Before Yom Tov, you put aside the stick knowing that you were going to need it to move your animal along on Yom Tov from one place to another. Well, if that's the case, then why would anybody say that you couldn't use the stick? And then the Talmud explains, because it looks like you are proceeding to a party. kemanda azil So we have again the concept that even though muqtza may not be a relevant issue, we are in general concerned about how things look in the community. Is the community observing Yom Tov in a way where everybody can just sit back and say, look at how beautiful our community is. We're all observing Yom Tov for its own sake. Or does it look like it's not being observed for its own sake, even though theoretically it is. So appearances become an issue in this Talmudic uh, discussion. I want to also point out one uh, extra uh, element in this page. Uh, It's been noted, I'm sure, other times in our discussions of uh, studying Talmud, how rarely the Talmud establishes what the real final decision in a dispute is, and yet here we have such an example. The question is, using a piece of bamboo as a kind of uh, stick to a skewer to hold a piece of meat while you're cooking it on yom tov, are you allowed to do that? So again, the piece of bamboo would be fine to be used as firewood, can you use it as a skewer? And the Talmud distinguishes perhaps between a moist, fresh piece of bamboo, which would not be Uh, used uh, initially for uh, a fire because it's not good kindling, and a dried-up piece of bamboo which would be absolutely available for uh, the firewood. And the Talmud says, Hilcheta yabeshta shari retivta asur. And the Talmud says, well, we could go either way, but finally we decide that the dry bamboo is allowed it's allowable to use as a skewer because it'll be burnt up that way as well, so it's as if it's being used for firewood, but the moist fresh piece of bamboo is not allowed to be used since it's also not going to be allowed to be used as firewood. This determination elicits a dispute between Rashi and Tosvelt. Uh Recently I had a uh, conversation with a young man uh, who was uh, concerned that I, as a uh, 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 non-orthodox rabbi, um, was, uh, in his eyes, a person who doubted the uh, authority of the Talmud. He says, don't you accept the authority of the Talmud? And I couldn't help but think about this particular sugya, because here's the Talmud saying very specifically, this is the halakha. And yet, Rashi goes to great lengths to mention that we do not accept this determination by the by the Talmud because that determination follows those people who accept the concept of muktzah in a broad sense and we do not follow such a concept. Tosvot is outraged and Tosvot says, no, 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 we must of course follow what the Talmud says. So here we have an example of the Talmud telling us exactly what it thinks and yet the conversation continues in dispute. Rashi just does not accept it. This is the way the Talmud continues to
0: work. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.